Okay. I th- I know it happened on the other shows, but I did not watch them. You watched a dubs though. I watched dubs. Okay. All right, let's get started. We'll jump into it. Shouldn't be a long one. Whenever you're ready, you can go. Justin's recording. Okay. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. This is your pop culture week. Or no, this is your pro wrestling week in review. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But hey, check Pretty us good. out. We do a pop culture week in review as well. Um, you can check us out at kfpodcast.com, at the KF Podcast, on all your social media needs. Uh, we're talking wrestling with me, Brock, yep. Don, and our silent partner, Justin, who won't say a word this whole time. Hello. <laughs> Blasphemy. So we're talking the week of wrestling. Yeah. A lot of things, a lot of two sweets, a lot of whoop whoops, a lot of things and stuff. Yep. So, uh, Don, do you want to lead the way? What's going on? Well, we did AEW first last time, so we'll go back doing go through the WWE, say AEW for last. All right. Um. So, get SmackDown last week. I don't. Nothing really. T- out to me on SmackDown. I mean, I know like Big E. We didn't do the wrestling show the week before. Big E's your new Intercontinental Champion. Uh, the KO Raymond Reigns feud is continuing. Um, but yeah, I don't know, Brock. Nothing else too great on there. Yeah, that's what I can think of. Stands out to me. I mean, people are starting to declare for the Rumble. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to enter the Rumble and all that shit that they do. You know, but yeah. It's that time of year when someone can just walk in and be like, I'm being a part of this match. And then yeah. he's allowed to just do I'm it. declaring for the Rumble. The Riot yeah. Squad win. They let them win more. I guess they're like trying to build them back up. You know? It should. Yeah. Make those tag titles relevant instead of just giving them the two people that they just don't gather all the time. Yeah, just giving them the Charlotte and Oscar. Um, so, yeah, you know. They're continuing with Owens. Owens just keeps getting beat up by, by the Uso family. Um, and yeah, you know, it was um, nothing bad, but just nothing really too outstanding. I mean, that, that caught my attention. I kind of just breezed through it while I had it on. It was New Year's Day. East, yeah, the Big East winning the belt is probably the biggest thing that's ha- happened on WWE yeah. programming. This yeah, week. which happened on Christmas Day, I think, right? Yep. I didn't even know it was going to be on. Yeah, and I saw it I spoiled was, on uh, Instagram. Oh, yeah, weird time to win it, but good for Biggie. I mean, you know, this is, he needs to see what he can do as a top face and and on the show. Uh-huh. Like, see how that goes. Um, then you had Monday Night Raw, which honestly was one of the weirdest fucking Raws I've seen in, in, in a while now, and that's saying much because there's been some odd ones. That show is so confusing and all over the place. Yeah, I'm so sick of these nostalgia shows. They feel like they need to do two or three times a year. Uh-huh. Uh, the legend right. show. Here's the thing about it, Brock. I, I, I understand that like you can do legends and nostalgia thing because AEW does it really well with having like Sting on and Jake the Snake and these well, people that are helping them out. Those but guys have rules. It rules. The, the people here have nothing. You're just in the back, and all of a sudden, Tatanka's there with his outfit on, just standing there, doesn't even say a word. It's like, oh, there's Tatanka, who you paid to come all the way out there, <laughs> COVID test, 
quarantine and everything else he did to put the outfit on and stand there and and, and Miz goes, hey, Tatanka's here. You know, like, what the fuck is that? That's not using a legend properly. Tatanka looked good, too. He looked like he could still go. He did. I mean, I did enjoy Randy Orton going around and punking every legend down, like, in true <laughs> Randy Orton. But he didn't do anything. Yeah, I, I, I like how he just kind of punked Mark Henry and Big Show. I thought that was funny. But like, I thought he was going to come out and attack that whole stage at the yeah. end. It just, it just like fell. It, it was, was like a machine showed up and saved them or something like yeah. that. It was like a total build up. If anything, I mean, we'll get to the end here in a minute, but I'll, I'll talk about that. That really turned me off. But um. Continue. Yeah, so we'll get to Randy Orton a little bit. He beat Jeff Hardy down the way, and it was really just kind of all the hype of him harassing legends just kind of fell flat and it ended. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a horrible segment, Miss TV, where him and them in the New Day went back and forth for like 20 minutes. It could be more annoying. Just to have a wrestling match. It was like, Jesus Christ. They got it's Teddy Long to come out and make a tag team match. Yeah, I did like when yeah. Teddy Long did say to Miz and Morrison, and, and now you're going to fight The Undertaker! And then, uh, what's his name, came out was like, Adam, whatever. Uh, Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce came out and was like, The Undertaker is retired. You can't. He's like, oh, okay, it's going to be a tag team match. Yeah, so that was alright. I thought they used him okay for that. That was funny. But, you know, a little too much. Um, I don't understand why Elias, who's a heel with a bodyguard, is fighting AJ Styles, who's a heel with a bodyguard. That, to me, is pointless. I think AJ's turning good. AJ kicked the shit out of him the week before, so then for some reason, we're going to see the same match again this week. Because that makes a whole lot of sense. There's booking for you, right? Yeah. It was really just a spot so that his big giant guy could kick the guitar out of fucking Jackson Riker's hand. It was really all that, you know, that was Surprise. for. Riker didn't get busted open like the cup of water he got in the head. <laughs> It was cool. He did kick the shit out of that guitar. <laughs> he is a huge dude. But, I mean, I don't know where they're going with that. I don't know what they're doing with AJ. I understand it yet. And then in another weird thing, I mean, is Charlotte Flair like the big show where she can either be good or bad all in the same yes. night? Yep. Yes. Because she's, like, coming out like she's good. Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce are clearly heels with the way they act. And then Ric Flair got involved because Peyton or Lacey Evans – flirted with him which was awkward and then he caused Charlotte to lose and then she just like berated him it was like that awkward segment when she berated him the last time I'm like mm-hmm. I didn't need to relive that again <laughs> I actually yeah. thought in my mind when they were coming down the ring I was like oh, I remember that time where she like tore Ric Flair a new ass like that was so uncomfortable to watch and then five minutes later I'm watching it again <laughs> and then on Instagram two days later she apologized and said love you dad I'm like I, I don't know what you're doing I don't know what you're doing with Charlotte Flair I don't, no, I don't either. No one in the right. No one knows what's going on writing wise on Raw. It's it's just makes no he sense. He did not need to be the tag team champion either. I know we didn't cover that we were out, but there was no point in that at no. all. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Charlotte, and I think she's a hell of a wrestler. I think she's all around just a total package. You can do so much with her, and it's just like right back to this again. Like. Yep. It, doesn't need to be involved. I would have rather her come out and beat the shit out of Oscar and challenge yeah. her for default. I mean, it would make more sense than yep. to go help you. You know. <laughs> so what does she well, have to gain from this? I guess she's a champion. Champion. So you know, I don't, that. they don't know what they're doing. I just feel I, like they once they took the belt off of Nia Jax. Like I, I haven't seen her. Like I don't, I don't know if you really. Yeah, seen she's much. gone again for a few 
weeks. I don't know what happened to her either. I mean, who knows? She's not like most girls. Uh, <laughs> Riddle fought Bobby Lashley in another awkward match. I mean, I every match on this show is a surprise roll-up. Every single match. Yep. It was a distraction surprise roll-up in almost every match but AJ Styles' match, I think. Everything else yeah. was like roll-ups and weirdness. It was just... There's another roll up, another roll up, another roll up, just left and right, left and right. Like they don't even give a fuck. I, I, it's like, oh, the year reset. We can just do as many as we want in one show. No, it'll notice. But it was it a just, disaster. It just makes you realize that there's no the storyline's so weak because every storyline's doing the exact same thing. But there isn't even really a storyline. Like Matt Riddle kind of was like challenging Bobby Lashley, but then he's like not. Yeah. And then the match against him that's not even for like anything it's just i like i was thinking back you know you remember the days of like old wwf where like if you started in a feud together you never wrestled each other until like you climax on a pay-per-view you know what i mean like you would wrestle other people and maybe get involved tag matches yeah never one-on-one though no, yeah, never one on one. And even if it wasn't for the belt, every feud like felt real out of mania. Like, oh, that, this feud's been going on for a while. Let's see how this ends. This is just like a riddle and Lashley don't like each other. All right, well they'll fight a hundred times on Raw and yeah. it'll care for anything until like it doesn't even matter. It's just yeah. so- that's their format. It's stupid. Yeah. It's the yeah. same thing every week. And Shayna Baszler again beating up on Dana Brooke and. And Mandy Rose, and then they surprise roll up her again. Like, Christ. Like, just more and more of the same schmoz shit after every... It, it, it's just astounding to me. I mean, I, I just feel like Vince McMahon has just completely given up. Or doesn't care. Or, or I don't know what he thinks this is great. Because I don't really understand it. I, I don't understand yeah. it whatsoever. You have talent. I mean, if you look at the names that I threw out here that are in this match, you have talent all around you that you could be trying to do stuff, but even when you put talent in the ring together, it's always some... It's like three minutes of a good match, and then just a bunch of shit happens. Distractions, and running around, and goofiness. It's it's terrible. I mean, at least Randy Orton beat Jeff Hardy straight up. That was a plus. Yeah. Uh I don't. The Lucha House Party beat the Hurt Business by surprise rolling up again. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. They're already like breaking up the Hurt Business. Like Benjamin's yeah. mad at. Like you can't. You couldn't even keep a good thing going there for a while. Like yeah. I don't understand why you have to be annoyed at uh, Cedric Alexander. Just let them be a, a t- uh, he like. I don't know if the, they don't understand that a team doesn't need to have a storyline. They can just beat people up. That's the one place that doesn't need a storyline. No That's the team storyline, though. Can they even break up? You can make different members of the team. Yep. Yeah, and you can have different members of the team act differently. Like, yeah. and be one's mm-hmm. a little of a loose cannon, the other one does this. They're like Cedric. Like, I, I don't know what they're doing. It's just so retarded. Um, the good, the saving grace of the show to me was McIntyre and Keith Lee had a really good match. They did. I mean, they're yeah, both. Guys can go. And McIntyre beat him clean, which I like because he's still the champ. I like Keith Lee, but he looked strong in it. He, you know, he did a lot of big power moves. You know, he looked good. At least it was like a, an actual real finish. So that was good. And then the ridiculousness happened. And then <laughs> Bill Goldberg comes out again. 
and is already in a title match again. I mean, it's, he has the easiest job of anybody. Shows up once a year and gets title matches. It's unbelievable. And just starts telling Drew McIntyre that he doesn't respect the business or respect the his the legends. Which, if you didn't hear the background on this story, apparently the Keith Lee McIntyre match went too long, and McIntyre was supposed to have a whole promo where he like thanked the the legends and then said something like, "But you know, I'm." I, I'm better than all you guys put together, and I'm having like he was supposed to show them some disrespect. That way, Goldberg's comments of like you don't respect the legends made sense, but they yeah. didn't it because the match ran long. So instead, he just responded to a bunch of stuff that McIntyre never even said. I was gonna say it seemed like he wasn't he was talking to the wrong person. Like the yeah. promos, like he should have been cutting that promo on Randy Orton or something. It made no sense. Right. Yeah. Exactly. He Randy Orton at WrestleMania. That's where that's where that feud should have went. This is yeah. what Randy Orton picking on the legends all night long should have ended with him coming out, RKO and McIntyre, then attacking the rest of the the legends till Goldberg makes the same. Then you could do yeah. Goldberg versus Orton at Mania, legend versus a legend versus the legend killer. Yeah. You know, something to do. You yeah, know, the fiend that hides the Goldberg and Orton, so the fiend could have returned at Mania to like attack them both because he lost to both of them. You yeah. know, like there's so much more story that you could do. That. Well, Goldberg's gonna fight McIntyre at at uh, and I, just, I bet you he beats McIntyre at the Royal Rumble. Probably, I wouldn't be surprised. Guy that was squashed by Braun Strowman at WrestleMania in three minutes last year, you're going to have him beat your your best champion you've had on Raw in years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's he was he was uh you know he's a legend, so Vince loves it. That's that's ratings right there. It's not actually developing anything good. It's just rehashing old shit at the Rumble. And, and again, how's he get a title shot? Like, and no one else on the roster is. Wait, I want that title. Oh, Goldberg's here, and he pushed McIntyre and fell over, and then the show went off the air. It was so awkward, so awkward. It's dumb. So dumb. So let's go to NXT then. Uh, Brock, you watched NXT. NXT opened up with uh, Priest first crossed. I thought it was good. It went for like a half hour. It went for a while, yeah. Cross looked a little rusty coming back in some areas where he looked like he got a little tired, which is understandable. He was out for a while. Yeah. But, I mean, these guys are both great. They're both big power dudes doing power moves. You know, I, I, I don't know. I didn't see really too many things wrong with it. I liked to cross one, and he didn't pin him, that he, like, tapped him. I thought that was, you know, better than, like, Priest taking, like, a you know. No, he, he pinned him. He didn't uh, submit him with that chokehold or whatever he right. did. Yeah, he caught him with that pin, with that move, with that elbow to the back of the head, which looks so fucking vicious. Uh-huh. But uh, I like it. I mean, I like both these guys. I thought it was good. Yeah, it was a good match. Um, showcase both what both those guys can do. Yep. I do like how he didn't choke him out. That was good. Now he can continue with it, and then eventually that's how it'll end, probably. Yeah, well, Cross needs to... He's going to go for the belt again. You know, he never lost it, and he's... Right. He's, uh, and I don't understand why NXT, with the talent that they have all around, needs Grand Metal League to come fight for the Cruiserweight belt. I mean... It was a good match. It was a good match, but I don't know why the Lucha House Party's on or their raw talent, but, I mean, they just kind of use them all over the place. But it was good. You know, Escobar's still winning. 
Um, then you had Xylee with Boa and their master come out to fight Katrina Cortez. What did you think about all this? I thought it was great. It's now they have another legitimate woman that they built for that roster. I don't know why the main roster can't spell new female talent as stars. Yeah, NXT has you know ten to fifteen top. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was. I thought it was great too. I mean. The angle that they do that Zia Lee is like tr- was being trained. She was hitting the gym while she was out doing that shit because she came out jacked. I mean, mm-hmm. like you could tell she put in the work. You know, when she posed in the ring and did her like stance, her arms look incredible. I mean, she really looks the part of like someone that went away and trained. And uh-huh. I thought it was neat. You know, I-, I I don't know who the person is that's sitting at the top of the ring, but it's interesting. It's yeah. new. It's something different. And yeah, she looked like a badass. I like that mm-hmm. move she took her out with, that kick. I mean, you took a, a girl that was talented and just made her, repackaged her so much better because she really wasn't good on the mic. So you made a storyline where she doesn't have to do it. Yeah. I mean, you can't say enough about the women's division at NXT. It's just so good. I mean, it's better mm-hmm. than the men's almost. Absolutely. Uh, you couldn't do this with any girl on the main roster. It's just to say, all you have to do on there is just like, go in tag teams that don't belong together and do shit like that for no reason. Well, they break yeah. up legitimate tag teams to make stupid tag teams. They just make new tag teams, teams out of the ones that they broke up. Yeah. That being said, though, I do really like Peyton, um, not Peyton Royce. I do like, uh, what's her name on SmackDown? Like some of the stuff they've been uh, Billy, Billy Kay. Kay. Billy Kay, Kay like, with, her, with her resume that she's you know, her, It's entertaining. You know, it's like it's funny. I don't know. I don't mind her. Um, speaking of women, what did we think all about the uh, Lacey Evans, Cardi B stuff? Oh, that whole thing online. I didn't register. I heard about it, but I didn't think I don't much of it. it's so uh, they mentioned Cardi B on WWE, and then you know, a couple times, and then she responded and said something like, "Cardi B doesn't understand like wrestling talk and took it personal, yeah. like." Because Cardi B was basically saying, like, don't say my name or whatever. I ain't there yet. I ain't getting paid or whatever. Like, I'll come smack you, Vince, or something like that. And then, like, Lacey, being a heel, which people don't get that Lacey's a great heel, and got on there and said, honey, you come to here. I'll smack you around the ring. Like, you know, doing heel stuff. And, and, she and said that- way personal with it. And, 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 you know, called her a white bitch and said all this other <laughs> she said, "She goes, I ain't afraid of no white woman, or you know, white woman, no white woman scares me, or something like that." It's like a whole another level, and it got serious with it. Yeah. And like Cardi, someone needs to tell you these are wrestlers; they're in character. Yeah. You know, I think Lacey really needs to be. She's just kind of showing you, like, celebrity. You come in this business, our world, you're gonna get smacked around. You know. So ridiculous, but uh. Did she realize that Lacey could kill her? Yeah. Lacey. <laughs> Lacey's a badass. That's another one. They have a they have a in their in their midst and they do nothing with. They make her do comedy skits with Peyton Royce when you have a true talent like that that would dominate the AEW women's roster if she went over there. I mean that she's just pure champion written all over her and they do nothing with her. Uh, so back to NXT, then you had the last standing match, Rhea Ripley with Raquel Gonzalez. I thought this was good, too. Maybe that will finally be Rhea Ripley's send-off. I think that was her send-off. 
I think that's what that was. And good for Rhea, like, putting Raquel over. So Raquel's, like, the new monster of NXT women's division. You know, it was good because she really didn't look bad in it. They both fell. Uh-huh. She fell and Raquel climbed out first. So, uh, yeah, she's on the rise. She's looking good. She's getting better and better, too, each week. Uh-huh. And clearly, uh, Rhea Ripley's going to show up in the Rumble. Oh, yeah. Rhea yeah. Ripley's going to be in the Rumble, I think. I don't know if she'll win it, but she's going to go far in it. Yeah, she'll be good. Um, I didn't really care for the whole Gargano and Larray versus Kushida and Shotzi. It was too all over the place. What about their entrance? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they have a pretty good faction. I don't like that they're called The Way. It was just, you know, the stuff with Shotzi in the tank and shooting off. What's his name? Austin Theory in the nuts with the bullet. I was just like, come on. <laughs> This along. I did love their entrance though, with the police escort and everything on the street. And the entrance was cool. All then you had the main event. They're yeah, they're trying something. Then you had O'Reilly, uh, Balor too, and I mean, I could watch these guys fight every day for like a hundred days in a row and probably never get bored. I don't think. I wish O'Reilly would have won because I don't think he's going to get another shot now. I don't know. I mean, I get why they're trying. They're trying to build Balor up that he has some actual wins. That way, when Cross beats him, it feels because Cross is getting that belt back. And if O'Reilly wins, then he's going to have to drop it to Cross probably at the very next pay per view, which you'd have a smallest yeah. with. Where if you keep it on Balor, Balor can take the loss to Cross at the next pay per view at the next takeover, and it'll be okay. You know, I mean, O'Reilly looks strong in it. I mean, they're just here. Here's what I was upset with that match is AEW had a great main event, too, with Omega and, and, and Ray Phoenix. It's a shame these two matches were going on at the same time because uh-huh. all four of these guys killed it. And all four of these guys deserve different time to have like full attention. on. Hopefully most people record it and can go back and watch it because it was it was phenomenal. They just kill each other i mean it was so hard-hitting and believable when they fight like finn balor's eyes bleeding o'reilly's mouth's bleeding it doesn't look like fake cut yourself you know you're cutting and you're bleeding it looks like they got the fuck beat out of them you know the way they're yeah when he had o'reilly's mouth on the ring ropes and then like pushed him into it and like his mouth started bleeding i was like jesus christ <laughs> it's good though i suggest watching it ken if you get a chance to no okay it's <laughs> the worst. Then we go over to AEW. Um, ratings took a pounding with every. There was a lot going on in the news last night, so it heavily affected the ratings of every of of yeah. everything. AEW dropped three hundred thousand viewers, and WWE NXT dropped like, or they actually went up. <laughs> they they went up a hundred thousand, but everybody came in. AEW was six sixty two. NXT was 641. AEW was 977 last week. That was the Brody Lee dedication episode. Uh, okay. But uh, they all took a, a beat down. I mean, understandably. Yeah, yeah that's going to happen. Just in the news last night, it kind of, you know, put the ending. Um, the thing that I thought was odd about this that I read online was that you could go online just to watch Chris Jericho's full entrance, as they called it in quotes. Like, he was going to he was gonna do the full song with the audience singing, and they had, like, a live stream set up on Facebook. And I don't know if you're reading some of the comments, but people weren't happy with Chris Jericho yesterday. I guess with what podcast just dropped with him, where he was talking about, like, a lot, a lot of, like, 
COVID and Q and all that stuff and a lot of political type issues. And then you had the whole Trump stuff yesterday. People were all over him. I mean, I was reading the like the comments in the live stream. I've turned it on for a little bit and people I was just on the in the car drive and I saw some of the things people were like, Why do you have this fucking asshole on here? This guy, why is this guy on here? Bad choice. Like it did not go over well with Dynamite fans, is from what I read. Well, when he in Chris Jericho's defense, when he recorded that podcast, I'm sure he didn't realize they expected what happened yesterday to happen. Well, some of us did, but I don't think that when he recorded that podcast, he expected that outcome. Yeah, I don't think that. I mean, I mean, the thing is, everybody knows it. Like, I think Jericho's a Republican, and like. That's fine. He's not to vote for whoever who he wants to. Be. I don't know why fans take it out on him that like, you know, he has different views than some people. He's never. He doesn't post bad things. I think he said one time he got in heat for posting All Lives Matter once, and then they jumped all over him for that. But you know, he took a, he took a lot of heat yesterday, and then especially that he was going to have his own live stream for his entrance. Which is probably just to appease him, because we can't take up five minutes of TV every week with this. Yeah. What do you think about it, Ken? I feel like his. I saw his podcast come up, and I didn't download it. Like I saw. The, I listened to it. Did you? Like I just. I. I think it was just. It's just know. laughable that guy. Like people just don't don't take it seriously. And I agree. So I just didn't want to. Like instead of having to, I just didn't want to listen to it. So I, yeah. I just didn't download it. Also, too personally, I don't like that Jericho. That's not Jericho podcast. So mm-hmm. I don't download it so he can see like, oh, because I understand that my download matters. Like he can look and right, see right. like, oh, you know, this guy doesn't pull as many ratings as other stuff. So I just stay away from it. Now, here's why I'm fine with the live stream. So I never have to see it on regular television again, yeah. or at least for yeah. a while. So yeah. if, if if the shtick is like, because let's be honest, a ca- a casual viewer isn't excited to see the Jericho entrance. That's going to be diehard Jericho fans. So if you give them that option on Facebook to watch it, fine, let them have it, and it, it, and it gives them some kind of like online present something to do online something to bring attention to it it's actually probably something to lead into because he was commentating it's probably something to do before eight o'clock to kind of get people excited if you if that's something you're into to start watching it and then you can start watching the show but yeah it's all of the things that were talked about here in the last five minutes is not my cup of tea mostly because i don't like giant pieces of shit in my tea so that's I just don't want to do. I, I just don't want it. So, yeah. um, love yeah. Jericho. Uh, you know his wrestling and his ability. And when I met him in person, he was a great guy. But you know, this is all things that just aren't for me. Yeah. So after you got to that, I, I, one other thing is I, I I'm kind of over him on commentary. If he's going to be on commentary, then get rid of a couple people. Four people on commentary is way too much. They overtalk each other. They don't know what they don't know what to say. Jericho forgets things and then says other things and then just starts. He's always screaming into the microphone too, which I don't yeah, know why. Is. It's not just Skibo. Saying all these things over and over. You know, I I don't. It's just too much for me. I mean, the AEW masses, like, sort of eat it up, but I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, it's too many people. 
give me give me give me him and one other person. You know, him and Shivani maybe, or just him and Jr. But you know, when it's all four of them, it's it's a lot. Yes. Him and Shivani together during the start of the lockdown was was a good team, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And also, too, the one thing that bothers me about Jericho's commentating is the fact that he um, switches between Chris Jericho, the wrestler character, and and regular Chris Jericho. Like, decide which one you're going to be. Are you going to be Inner Circle Jericho that's going to talk about this? Or are you going to be, you know... Because he was like, I hate Snoop Dogg. Why is that guy on here? I hate that guy. Then he comes over. He's like, oh, what's up, man? Hey, how, yeah, how's it going, buddy? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, I still hate that guy. Like, you know, yeah. And then he's, oh, that's going to be a great match. I hate that guy. He's so stupid. He did that a lot in the Brody Lee show the yeah. week before. You know, he's like trying to play the heel, but then he was like nice about it. Like, yeah. It, like, you know, if you're going to be a nice guy, just be a nice guy. It's And that's okay. Like, that's okay to yeah. be a, a nice person then still be a heel. Because guess what? You can get your heel heat on stage. when you like, Yeah. It's a, right. So. So to start the match, we had the, the Bucks and SCU versus the Acclaim and the Hybrid 2. Um, I mentioned to Ken last night over a text that I, I, the Acclaim is growing on me. Um, I like when just the one guy talks. I thought he had some really great disses last night. Uh, some of the better ones he's had in a few weeks. Um, if you don't do the whole rap battle thing, it's a, it, it, the, the, the gimmick works a lot better. Just him come out and diss on someone, you know. So I thought that I thought it was good. And they, had, and they had a good match. It was, you know, it was fine. Your thoughts? I think Max, Max, Max Caster is good. And, uh, yeah, whenever it doesn't turn into a rap battle with Frankie Kazarian and just letting him do his shtick, it's, uh, I think it's, he's good stuff and it shows his personality. Yeah. So where do you think Brock, they're going with SCU because they're obviously going to split them up. They're going to lose. Can you see them split up doing anything of relevancy split up? No, no. I really don't see them doing much after that. I could see Christopher Daniels like ending up in the dark order, you know, maybe Kazarian ended up in another group or something like that. I don't think they need to do anything else. I think they can. Yeah. I just be guys after that. Because I, I, I don't think you're going to see Christopher Daniels wrestle much longer. Like he's he's like really embracing his role as like their talent scout, like. You know, but if you notice with Kazarian, how many times did you hear Jr. in the past couple of weeks go, "This Frankie Kazarian is underrated. He's one of the most talented guys." And I'm like, that may be true, but it's it's Kazarian. Like he never took off as a single guy ever. You know what? Where I want to see Kazarian is he. I want him on the show with all the young kids wrestling those guys. Like he yeah. needs to be like on like that's where their role could be is like oh we're gonna be on the whatever darks you know they're like almost darks nxt that they've been talking about yeah. they want to do um, their development guys like put that's where they go and they work with those guys like mm-hmm. or they go to dark and they're your dark guys like yeah you know that's because their name value that can go on those shows and i don't think they have much to prove Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you need someone for like a, you know, tag team or someone to, to feud with for a little bit, uh, wherever, like bring them up. But, you know, I think less of them, the better. Yeah. Uh, 
sometimes, you know, uh, you know, because whenever they show up, then they'll be, you know, more appreciated. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, then we had uh, Moxley return to do one of his promos. I'm not a big John Moxley guy, but it was, it was okay. You know, what do you two think? It's the same every time. With him. Yeah, it's a lot of the same shtick over and over. You know, I, the, I, the, when he starts doing that, like twerking, twitching shit that he does, it's just like, oh, why do you do that? Like, you're uh-huh. just so Dean Ambrose. You know, I think that's just him. I think that's his, his like, it's just lunatic fringe. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just Dean Ambrose. Like to me, there's not much difference between Moxley and Dean Ambrose. You know, like he's still like I want to be so different than I was in the WWE. Like you're the same guy, dude. You do the same thing. You're crazy. You're weird. You're wild. You're you don't give a shit. You know, like, like I, I don't I don't I don't I don't get it. I, I don't know why people are like, wow, Mox is so much better here. I'm like, really? It's the same. Like I I, I don't know. But just because you booked him as champion for half a year. I don't. I, I just don't get it. I haven't got it yet with him. You know. I don't know. Maybe I never will. Maybe it's not my yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm the same. I've never been a fan of his. Now, who I am becoming more and more of a fan of is Wardlow. Uh, Wardlow versus Jake Hager. I thought it was good. I like Wardlow a lot. He's really been impressing me with his ring skills. Everything. I like the character. I just, you know, I was not too impressed with him when he debuted. He has flipped me 180, and I am, I'm, I'm becoming a Warlow fan. I like it. Whoa. I thought he did good. I like that he beat Hager straight up, too. I like it. Like, Hager doesn't need to win. Hey, Jake Hager's in his 40s. Like, Warlow's yeah. a young, talented guy for your roster, and I like that AEW recognizes that and doesn't be like, well, Jake Hager needs to win because he's WWE Jack Swagger. Like, no, Jake Hager sucks. He sucked in the WWE, sucks here. <laughs> same, he can't cut a promo. It's the same stupid stuff over and over. He's never going to be a big star to star your roster, but Wardlow could be a champion there one day and could be a guy that holds a TNT belt and, and does things. So I like that they, he won. He won clean too, you know, thought it was yeah. good. And it's furthering a story too. Yeah. Yeah. They had MJF talk him down afterward and stuff. Yeah. You got to give AEW all the credit in the world that their stories are all running smoothly connected and they have threads running everywhere each week building on them. There's only one area that annoys me with their storylines, and we're getting to it next. What do you think first, Ken, about Wardlow, Jake Hager? Did you like it? Yeah, I like Wardlow. I, I, I liked it. I like the fact that now there's mutual respect between the two of them. I yeah. like the fact that, like, you're showing, like, MJF going off the side and talking to Hager and, like, more, like winning them over. Hopefully yeah. that we'll see, right. like, a, you right. know, kicking mm-hmm. Jericho out of the group. Like, I think that AEW does a good job planting seeds to it all can tie into. So, yep. yeah, I liked it. Uh, next, one of the things I don't like is I, I, I am so tired of this Darby Allen Sting, Brian Cage. You had to have a weigh-in for a guy that weighs 150 fucking pounds. Well, I don't know why we have to have a weigh-in. I know it's like their version of the WWE contract signing, but what do you need a weigh-in when you have Darby Allen? I mean, it's just ridiculous. You know he weighs nowhere near Brian Cage. Like, don't insult my intelligence. With that. And then here comes Team Taz again with 900 members who are also afraid of a 61-year-old guy with a baseball bat. Every fucking week for the past five weeks, 
It's it's gonna snow again. Here comes Sting. Everyone's gonna act like we're surprised. The thrill of Sting coming out that one time, you did it already. We don't need to try to recreate that every fucking week. Oh my god, he's here. Of course he's here. You're advertising that he's gonna be here. I know he's here. I knew he was gonna walk out from the back, and all those pussies in that Team Taz group just go walking out of the ring with their tail between the legs because Christy has a baseball bat. Taz Bring baseball bats to the fucking ring, you idiot. <laughs> I mean, have you not learned that yet? To show up with some baseball bats or a two-by-four or something? You know, um, are or you just forgetting he doesn't need a weapon? His hands are his weapons? It's so dumb. I mean, the week before... The week before, Darby came out of the top of the stage at the Brody Lee show, and Sting was with him. And I thought to myself... Cool, I like that. I liked it now. Because then even Shivani said, I think we got our answer of why Sting's here. Like, he's aligned himself with Darby. Like, I, I liked that they came out together and kind of stood there and he showed Darby's face pain. And they stood. And I was like, that's a cool moment. Like, I'm like, good. They're moving on with it. Sting's with Darby. They're aligned. Then they just throw it away this week. Then this week it's, who's going to help Darby? He's all on his own. Oh, here comes Sting. Why is he helping him? What's he doing here? Like, what are we doing with this? Now, maybe you don't feel the same, but I'm tired of this uh, altogether. What it do you is, It's, you know, it's going to happen every week. Yeah. It's the same thing. He gets overwhelmed by Team Taz, and then Sting comes and rescues him. And the fans are, are over it, too. It's not like getting that thing anymore. I mean, I don't know what you're doing. What do you think about this, Ken? I don't know what else you do with him though. Like what else do you do with Sting right Get now? Rid of him. This is your you know, this was your plan was to bring him in for Darby. Like if you don't do this then why'd you bring him in? Like he's well, got if he's with Darby, come out with Darby. Like like Jake the Snake and Tads comes out with their guys. Come out together. Either come out to Darby, come out Darby's entrance so he can get his co entrance and to do Sting and come to the ring together. Like just be together like they were going to be last week. They came out together. It was cool when they came out together last week. Like, build off that. Like, I, Taz looks so dumb that they just <laughs> sit there dumb fucked every week. They're like, oh no, it's snowing. Why is it snowing? I know why it's snowing. The ice generator machine's on. That's why it's. And then they're so stunned and they run away every week. If Sting can't take a bump, if the thing is Sting can't take a bump and can't wrestle or can't get beat up, then he shouldn't be there in that role. Like, Jake the Snake can't take a bump, so Jake the Snake runs from people. Like, you know, when he was going to get attacked that one week by Cody or Dustin, he ran and he screamed. He was like, ah, and like ran away because he's not going to wrestle anymore. And it's the same reason, like, Arn doesn't really take a bump. He took, like, a Dark Order bump that one time. But, like, if Sting's not in that shape to take it, then don't bring him back. Like he's got to get in there and at least fight these guys with the baseball bat. He doesn't even swing the baseball bat. <laughs> he just stands there for five weeks in a row holding the baseball bat. And people are like, "All right." To it, maybe. I, I don't know. I can't. No, I'm not saying that it's good. I just don't know what to, you know, it's, how to explain it. I. I uh, I don't know. There's like Sting's gonna be here. And then Tony's running. like, it's Sting. Oh my God, he's here. I'm like, yeah, we we know. <laughs> he works for you. It's yeah. for you. Yeah, Drop the do advertise. He, Wait. You know, just Sting's gonna appear. Like I thought, he was gonna do something new last night, and the lights were gonna go off, and then he was just gonna appear in the ring. Like 
Undertaker kind of, you know, like Taker doesn't always do the long entrance. Sometimes he just yeah. does the long yeah. and then he appears in the ring. I thought they were going to give us that at least. I was like, no, we're getting a snow en- en- entrance again. And Jericho's going, why is it snowing? Oh my God, why is he here? I'm like, he works there. What do you mean, why is he there? You hired him. You announced that you hired him. Like, it's it's just enough with him. And I think, I don't know how the hell Darby Allen's going to beat Brian Cage. <laughs> And make it seem realistic. Because that dude is so much. Gonna cheat. Sting's going to cheat for him. Maybe. They'd better turn heel. Darby shouldn't talk too much either. Because it, it doesn't come out as good sometimes. Yeah. Just be nice. quiet. You know. He's not one of the worst on that show, though. No. He's not. I like Darby. I don't want to shit on Darby. I like Darby. I like Brian Cage, too. I want. I, I don't know. I, I don't really care who wins that match because I, I, I think both those guys are good, you know. Uh, but I want to see Team Taz, like, actually fucking wrestle once in a while. They haven't wrestled in, like, six weeks on that show. I guess I guess Ricky Starks wrestles on Dark, but, like... Has Hook debuted yet? No. Hook just stands there. And yeah, then I think run. Hook's still training. That's his shtick. He runs from Sting. <laughs> Then you had Cody Rhodes with a new song that Snoop Dogg raps in uh, for the go. And was anybody did anybody realize that the Go Big Show is debuting? Because <laughs> they always a thousand fucking times. But Snoop came out with Cody with rapping in his song. The best thing about Snoop rapping in that song is we didn't have to see the real long Cody entrance. It was a yeah. short. <laughs> Matt Seidel and you know it was just it was all right it wasn't anything that exciting Snoop did his 50 year old frog splash which looked fucking awful I like that Sasha Banks tweeted at him and said we need to train you a little bit <laughs> get it on him a little bit but uh, I don't know what would you guys think about this one it was just to promote that stupid TV show it was the yeah. only purpose of that whole thing yep yeah I wonder if Vince is mad at Snoop because Snoop's appeared on WWE TV a ton of times He's the Hall of Fame. Isn't Snoop in the Celebrity Ring of the Hall of Fame? her first women's match at Mania, escorted her to the ring. He apparently had a t-shirt on WWE shop whenever they made an announcement. He was going to be on AEW with a kind of shirt. But he's got to realize that that's, like, going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, that's a show on... Right, and Snoop's, like, a pop culture icon at this point now. Yeah. You know, he's not a wrestling guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I just thought he was going to kill himself there. I was glad that he didn't. <laughs> How tall is Snoop? He's tall. I did think that jacket he had on him was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Was the cover of the Doggy Style outfit uh, album, that was great. It was a pretty sweet wish hoodie that he had on there. Yeah. <laughs> like a wish hoodie. <laughs> it's like made out of plastic. Uh, so then we had uh, the AEW Women's Championship match. You had Akaro Shida versus Abaddon. And I'll, I don't know, I'll let you guys first go first. What do you think, Ken? It was poor. So I did not watch whenever apparently Abaddon bit her before on Dark or something. Whatever that storyline is. like. But it just reminded me that, you know, they were able to do a better biting storyline than... Uh, um, what's her face? Uh, 
Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler last oh. year. If you remember that whole, all that nonsense, yeah, but because they at least had blood and they were selling the bite from the week before. But other than that, like this this match was so much nonsense and extra and Mostly, it wasn't they're trying to too hard. They're trying too hard for like that shock value, I think. And most of during a TV timeout, they came back from the TV timeout and she hit her with the knee and it ended. Yeah. It's like, boy, you missed most of the match. It was like in double screen and it went away for a while. You know, so it wasn't, I, I don't get Abaddon. I don't understand it. It grosses me out. I don't even like to watch it. It's disturbing to me. It's just not for me. And I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think you need to get that belt on Britt Baker and have Britt Baker on TV beating people as a heel. She's a good heel. I don't know why she ain't your champ yet. I don't yes. understand. But I don't have a problem with, I think Abaddon looks creepy. I get all that. Like, that's all fine and well. I just don't think, you know, when we, we talk about NXT and then we talk about AEW's women roster. It's so much night and day. It just isn't there. She's not even that good of a wrestler. I mean, she was missing spots and falling yeah. down. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, it's just not. And as I don't mean to, as offensive to her for anything, but she is out of shape. She yeah. is not. In sh- you you compare her to, like I said, to someone that trains like, like some of these women. In the, and it, this isn't like a like you got to be hot or a sexist thing. I'm not saying that. But you look at her the way she you look at her car. Oshita, she is in shape. She is in wrestling shape, takes care of herself. So is Britt Baker. So is a lot of the other girls on there. You know, Serena Deeb, all these girls. Abaddon is not. And it shows when you wrestle. I mean, other than doing power moves, she looks gassed half the time to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it, I don't know. Mick Foley used to be able to wrestle with that kind of body frame and got away with it. I don't know how. Early Same with Kevin, Kevin Owens and Bray Wyatt and guys like that. Yeah. I, I don't know how, but they did. Uh-huh. So cardio. And, and she, she may get there. Like, if she keeps wrestling on dark, and that's what's tough, too, is, like, back in the day when it was WWE, you were wrestling, you know, you are wrestling five nights a week, twice on Sunday. Like, you're getting in ring shape. Yeah. Like, I just, she does look gassed a lot. Like, yeah. and, and, and it makes, she, and, and I don't think look she, bad when you're a demon from the underworld or a monster, and yeah. you're going to win after a few seconds in the ring. Yeah. Well, it's odd, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to the AEW World Championship match. You had Ray Phoenix versus Kenny Omega. And like I said in the other, when reviewing NXT, I could watch these two guys wrestle every day for 100 days straight and probably never be bored. I mean, what do you say? Uh, yeah. It's... Yeah, the match is good. I hope Ray Phoenix got some heat for the ending, though. What for the ending? What did he do? He popped his shoulder up. After the one-winged angel, which is a move no one has ever kicked out. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. Right, yeah. I did, I, yeah, I thought about that, too. Like, he hit him with that, and he almost, like, kicked out of it. He did, and it just counted the three. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. that was all about. It was weird. That was weird, because no one kicked out of the one-winged angel at all. They've made such an effort since he's been using that move in New Japan to protect it. As like, oh, if he hits it, it's over. But I don't know if he'll get kicked out of... What's that driver thing that he does? The Tiger Driver 98? 
I don't know how you kick out of that. <laughs> I mean, Christ, that move looks like it kills you. And I'm like, how do you kick out of that after a one count? Like, that move is fucking nuts. And then you go into the one-wing angel. It's just like, my yeah. God. And the, and the V-triggers, it's just like... And then, he, yeah, he did put his arm up after two. I was, was surprised about that. I don't know if it was a botch or if he just reflexed or something, but... Yeah. Did they count I, as I a three think. count though? Like they did. They three counted. They did. Yeah. I mean, it's a one wing angel. Of course, it's going to be a three count. That's what I was like. I don't remember him lifting his arm up, but like, I guess I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, that's, that I, move I, that Ray Phoenix did to him was fucking nuts too. The one that's, with the backflip into the suplex. That backflip into that suplex. I was like, yes, Christ. Ray Phoenix is nuts. I mean, they just. Again, they go all they go all out. That that's the, my thing is like I wish NXT would put move their show to Tuesday. That way, both of those main events with four guys that are incredible could just get that full viewership. Yeah. I mean, they deserve it. I mean, they they just go nuts in, the, in, the, in that ring. So yeah, that was good. And in the end, um, yeah, you had the big reunion. I was kind of like. It took a while to develop. Like, I didn't know what was going on. Like, Gallows and Anderson came in, jumped him, jumped Moxley after Moxley was whacking him with a barbed wire bat that he just keeps laying around somewhere. <laughs> then uh, I was like, is anything going to happen here? Because I was checking the time. I'm like, there's still three minutes. Like, what are they going to do? There's like, Are they just going to beat him up for three minutes? So I figured something else was going on. And then, you know, the Bucks came down. You had all that. What did you think of that, Ken? I liked it and i liked it because they are setting up there's some reluctancy to the young bucks joining in with the you know the reunion um i don't know where they stand i also like that you know they have all the gold like that's always cool to see like yep um and they're selling shirts now with all the you know the for life stuff and i like if you go on twitter like all the guys from the bullet club in new japan are pissed off about it so really? yeah, they're like Tom and Tonga and 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 Tomaloa, like all those guys are not happy that this is happening. So oh, wow. either it's a it's a work or you know it's a you know whatever it is is good for the business. So like it's uh it's gonna be interesting because they they mentioned New Japan a lot on they did this week's AEW talking about. Uh, yeah, they, they mentioned they're very much mentioning other stuff. It almost is like AEW's the end, the, like what NWA used to be, where it's like, oh, this is the one thing that unites all the other, you know, brands. Yeah. And if that's what they're doing, great. But, like, you know, do, do I want to see, you know, the Bullet Club versus the Biz Clubs? Yeah, I want to see that shit. That'd be great. Like, I'd like to see a five way match with. You know, God and and Bad Luck Fale and you know whoever else like that can be interesting. There's a lot more possibilities for all this. You know, we can talk about later too that people are that are available. But the more possibility of stuff in the storyline is good because when we look at the contrasting WWE and we're annoyed at storylines like the, the lack thereof, like that's what's yeah. good about yeah. AEW. Chase no, I'm good. Jump ship. What's that? Chase Owens is going to be the first jump ship. Oh, he might. He's Tonga. Or uh, bad luck, Fale does not like him. Well, I, I mean, I wouldn't even mind. You know, you have those five people now kind of unified together. You know that 
you know, do a little war against like Cody and you know, I, I don't know. I'm tired of Dustin, but you know, you could do Moxley and Cody joining forces and then getting like Hangman over with them and or FTR you know, even. Yeah. yeah, FDR people like that to unite to yeah. fight against them, you know, or even like death, maybe Death Triangle with them or something like that. Or some you know. TNA guys possibly. Yeah. yeah. There's a yeah. lot of options, and it's not anything that you need to pull the trigger on to do right away. For Dawn, you do. Yeah. No, I'm I'm right with it. I like the way they slowly build things. I think they do a good job with that. Uh, you know, there like I said, there's some things. I don't really care about that they do, but you know, for the most part, um, like I don't really understand what they're doing with Cody right now. I think he's just kind of like worried about the go big show, which is fine because it's TNT and that's what they're doing, you know. Well, I think um, that by promoting the go big show, that because I'm sure they're going to talk about AEW a lot every time that he's. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Like, TNT, yeah. two of TNT's biggest shows. Yeah. So. Yeah, cross-promoting. I mean, it's just like when you watch Raw and they talk about the Miz and Misses a thousand fucking times during during the episode, or or, or total Bellas or total Divas. Yeah. You know, yep. yeah, that's that's what you do when you get in good with a network. You know. So yeah, it'll be interesting. It was cool. I, I feel really. I like Gallows and Anderson a lot. I thought they got screwed over by the WWE. They showed loyalty to them and then got fired for it. Um, I know it drove a rift with their friends, so I'm glad that they put all that behind them with people like Jericho and the Bucks and, and Kenny and Tony Khan, and that they're they're doing this because you know this is more where they belong. Yeah, that could have all been a work too. Yeah, yeah, you never know. It is wrestling, so you never know. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. That was wrestling for the week. Last night was enjoyable. Two good shows. Two good stuff on at the same time. I mean, you know, if you diva, if you diva, DVR it, it's not a big deal. But uh, yeah, it was good. I thought for really one of their first shows of the year, because last year was kind, the week before was just kind of like filler stuff. But uh, it was good, entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. You know, there's a lot of, like I said, a lot of possibilities with Wednesday night. You know. Yeah. A lot of stuff. And, you know, ROH has got a shakeup going on, too. The, you know, them and uh, Marty Scroll parted ways. So now Marty oh, really? Scroll is a free. Yep. He, they announced this week he's a free agent. I don't know if you follow ROH on uh, Instagram, but I, like the day after they they parted ways, I think they signed maybe five, six new talent. So it was. Uh, oh, wow. His tower was freed up. <laughs> Well, they, they didn't sign new talent. I'm sorry. They re re-signed like um, some guys, like the, those uh, those Everblood guys or those the Lifeblood guys signed for longer okay. contracts. Bateman signed for longer contracts. So it's like definitely RH for probably two years yeah. since we went. <laughs> now it'll be the uh, where does Marty sign? Yeah. Or if because he, he's slowly posting more stuff on social media. But, you know, like I said, you know, we talked about this. Marty has a bit of a taint with him right now. With what he went, well, we, we all have a taint with him. Well, you know what he I mean? With what he went through publicly about, yeah. you know, he had sex with an underage girl who was like 14, even though 16, that's not against which 16 or whatever, which in isn't England. in England is an underage. But like it's still like 
leaves a bad taste yeah. in people's mouth. And, you know, yeah. that's kind of, I think, why the why things fell apart there in ROH. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I know, like, probably his friends want him, want Tony to sign him. But it's hard to keep signing so many people. You know, you can. There's only so a room. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I was, you know, always in the beginning of the year, there's always podcasts out there. I saw one the other day and it was 10 wrestlers that are leaving WWE this year, you know, and it was like, and the answer for all of them is, well, for most of them, because some of them, they were like, they should go to New Japan, like, you know, but it's always AEW. And it's just like, what do you guys think that they do? I know you think they're going to get another show, but I I don't know. I don't know if they're ready for another show yet. Like, there's only so many belts. There's only so many spots. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, they have a lot. I mean, AEW is loaded with people now compared to a year ago. Loaded with people. Now with bringing Impact Talent over and having all that, I mean, they they have more fucking tag teams than you know what to do with. Like, where are you going to, where's, you know, Sami Zayn should sign there. What's he going to do? Yeah. You know, Rusev signed there. He's in fucking wedding segments. You know. He's going to make Chucky his, Chuck Taylor his young boy. Yeah. No one wants to see. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, it's just like, all right, you know, what do, where are they all going to go? They're all going to – Cesaro's going to come here and be champion. Like, no, he's not. Yep. Cesaro ain't going to come to AEW and be champion. This just ain't going to happen. Sorry. <laughs> you know, there's too many other guys that want that belt or are going to need that belt over him. He's just not going to get it. He's going to be exactly like he is in WWE. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but I don't think Cesaro wants to leave. I think Cesaro's a guy that's happy with his role. He gets paid well, and he does what he does. You know, like and his wife's the head. You know, one of the you know, yeah, tra- like they have a good spot. Like they're he's a good life. He puts yeah. people over. He gets people in ring shape. You know, you need you need someone to get over. They wrestle Cesaro. You know, like yeah, yeah. Would it be cool to see him as the champion? He's he's not gonna get it. It's not gonna yeah. happen. Like I, you know, on that list is Nakamura. Like yeah, I'd love to see Nakamura go somewhere else and do something. But guess what? He's in his forties. He wants to just like these guys want to just live their life. They're taking paid less well. bumps. Yeah, yeah. getting paid great. You know, Nakamura surfs all the time. Like you know, like. When, <laughs> You want to show like, up and like have to be in some hardcore match and do all this crazy shit. Yeah. Like it's kind of there. Not, not everyone's John Moxley. You know what I mean? Like not everyone's Matt Hardy, who's like, yeah. I need to be creative. I got to come up with all this different stuff that I can't do. I think Nakamura and Cesaro's guys are like, what am I doing this week? Oh, yeah. this is my gimmick. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You know, like all the people are like, AJ's coming. I'm like, AJ Styles ain't going. No, he, going. He's going to wrestle for like three or four more years, retire, and go spend the time with his family and collect WWE video game money. Yeah. <laughs> That's always Wrestle twice a year. Wrestle a mania here and there, show up here and there. He ain't going to go over and work these schedules. He ain't going to do it. Like Daniel Bryan. Like Daniel Bryan's going to be creative. Like these guys, you know. Like... Daniel Bryan is so Mr. WWE that people forget that. They're always like. Daniel Bryan's tired. He's going to leave. I'm like, no, he's not. His wife's a Bella. She's still tied there. He has so many ties there and shows there and projects. He'll be writing SmackDown or Raw and doing other things. You know, he, he, he ain't leaving. Yeah. It's just not happening. And that's also one of those guys, too, that they know as soon as they need a pop, they hit that. that and he'll wrestle. You know, he's not going to ever not be in ring shape. He's too good. Right. Yeah. So. 
Wow, we went off a fucking tangent at the end of this, didn't we? Yeah, we did. I, there's not a lot that I, I see as, like, that person's... Like, Rusev was, like, an obvious one. Like, that yes. guy won that. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I know too many... Like, Brody Lee, whenever he let... You know, that was... These were guys yeah. that wanted to prove themselves. Yeah. Like, there's no one right now on that roster that I think needs to prove themselves and go somewhere and be... Right. Like, yeah. Like... Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, another one on there. They were like, Matt Riddle's going to leave. I was like, no, he's not. He just started his main roster run. It's just, he'll yeah. be fine. He's gone. Well, there you go. Take us out. All right, well, please like, share, subscribe, invite, tell your friends, and uh, have a great evening. Later. Later.